like online shopping and stuff? Mm, it depends on what it's for. I hate yeah. Like I hate clothing and shoe shopping online because I like I I mean like I I don't know if it really matters for like men's wear but like women's wear there's a massive difference between what it looks like on line like on the picture and what it ends up being like in real life and there's so many shirts and pants out there where like I would think that looks really good but then as soon as I put it on it actually looks horrendous um very much a I'm very much a person like I have to actually like try it on first to see what it actually looks like before I decide that I want it or not Oh, that's definitely understandable. I I guess, like, I have some paranoia with that sometimes when I'm going through that process, because, uh, like, being a bigger guy, it's, like, if it's a bit too small, then it's probably not going to, like, look good to wear kind of thing. So yeah. it's it's always a worry that, like, it might, is, is like, their, uh, like, version of, like, 2 or 3X going to be, like, what's actually going to fit me? Yeah. Or... Is it going to be like, you know, so I, cause I mean, like I'm a pretty broad guy to begin with, even despite my weight, but and as much as that's been improving, it's still like a, a thing. Right. So it's, but that's part of why I like shopping where I've found now. Cause it's uh yeah, they have a nice selection and it's, uh, it's nice to find a place where I can get like some like decently stylish clothes for a change that actually like kind of fit decent. So Cool. That's awesome. I'm really glad nice. that you found a place that actually fits you. I mean, like, and you know that it's like what it like you know what the clothing is gonna be like when you say, oh, it's like two XL or three XL. You know what it's gonna come out to be, versus like, there's like, I, I don't know if like the same like it's as prevalent with men's clothing. I mean, you kind of touched upon it, but I know with like women's clothing, you could say medium. And you'll get completely different things from different stores. Like, for example, I'm I'm an extra large at Abercrombie and Finch, but I'm a small at Walmart. You know, I have trouble believing you would be an extra large anywhere, but <laughs> I that's kind of wild to me, honestly. Um, it is. It is also Abercrombie and Finch. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. Gee, what is a small? Is it just like a fucking yeah. child? As <laughs> small as like. I'm like really dangerously skinny. Like I mean, at, at yeah. Oh, sorry. Men have also, you know, I've gone to stores where it's like, oh, a medium fits perfectly. Then I go somewhere else, it's like, wow, this is way too big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really weird that brands like it just doesn't. It's not like a universal thing by now that like a medium is like actually a medium or a small is just a small. I know yeah. it's also horrendous for that. We're out here on the balcony. We're demanding more standardization of <laughs> size scaling <laughs> in the fashion industry. This is our new. Numbers. This is our new fucking. Uh, this is the new battle we're gonna fight. I need numbers. I'm tired of this broad, medium, small stuff. Throw <laughs> me some numbers. Hard data. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Oh boy. Well, it's we're back. It's balcony banter. Episode twenty-six. Yeah, where we're always slaying fucking rats because we've been <laughs> playing a lot of Vermintide lately. Oh okay. 
that was a, that was a shout out to my my fellow rat slayers playing that with uh your boyfriend there uh fly you mean my brother to your boyfriend didn't i you said boyfriend <laughs> fuck me god damn it <laughs> yeah i did didn't i Wondering no i meant i meant to say your brother i don't know why I'm I, <laughs> Oh, actually, uh, well, okay, first off, uh, my brother enjoys playing with you. Get that out of the way. Uh, second, that weed store that's going up behind my place, they're almost yeah. done um, uh, building the, the store because um, they had to renovate it from the place beforehand because it was like a pizza shop and they're uh, doing all the renovations and putting up the walls and the tiles and everything. Uh, and they're almost done. I think they'll be done in like two or three weeks. Not bad. That'll be nice to have a spot to go to, like, yeah, right behind your house. A hundred percent. And they're so much cheaper than the other places in our town. It's awesome. So, we got Dingo on the show this week. <laughs> yeah, not relating to this weed. <laughs> <laughs> I've come. I've returned to the balcony. I'd grace you all with my presence. <laughs> we oh. certainly appreciate it. Uh, I don't know, Fly, you've been, like, just living here the past few weeks. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. We've had you've been on just back to back. Stu, Stu yeah. needed a break. He had to tap out. <laughs> Dingo, Dingo's in filling in this for tonight. <laughs> yeah, I just have a little permanent campout spot in the corner of the balcony now. Got my little <laughs> tent. Got my little stovetop cooker. Got my beans. I'm good to go. I just live here now. <laughs> Your stick to fend off the squirrels <laughs> <laughs> and raccoons. Raccoons oh, are really nasty. Goddamn raccoons. I've, I've yet to see one get up there. Although, actually, there have been a few occasions where uh, I've seen owls roosting on the fucking banisters, oh. which is kind of interesting. Ooh. That's awesome. Bees, you'll well, remember like... we, uh, we walked by one night and saw one. Oh, yeah. Saw an owl chilling on someone else's balcony. I'm like, oh, hey. Well, look at that. That there for like five minutes staring up at this person's balcony, You're like, man, look oh at that owl. <laughs> <laughs> After a bit, I was like, yeah, I should probably go. That's but great. You're just like creeping on someone from the outside of your building. I was baked and I was appreciating nature. <laughs> <laughs> there's like, I'm sorry, there's nothing you could do. It's inevitable. I'm sure they understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. I I was gonna say that reminds me of this horrible incident. Um, it was like I think it was a few months ago. Um, we were like my brother and I were at my mom's place, and uh, my brother had walked by the the back door that goes out onto the deck, and there was just like a morning dove that was sitting just not even on the railing just like flat against the the sliding glass door and my brother was like appreciating it I'm like oh it's a morning dove it's so cute and I'm like oh okay that's nice and I walk away and then I hear oh 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 my god and I'm like oh what's wrong I rush back and like my my brother is like oh a hawk just took it and I look on the deck and there's just like feathers everywhere oh man <laughs> <And> <laughs> I 
I was so mortified that I broke like you know how you find something so devastating sometimes you can't help but laugh as like a like a defense mechanism yes. I was I, I was yeah I ended up laughing as I held oh, him and man. he was in shock <laughs> my poor, my poor, he was like in shock and really upset about it it was so bad and you just fucking stood there just <laughs> holding him and laughing manically. I'm sure that I'm sure that made him feel a lot fucking better. <laughs> I know. I know. Anyways, I'm a good <laughs> sister, okay? <laughs> yeah, as you hold your crying brother while laughing. <laughs> yeah. I could happen I could help it. It was so sad. <laughs> poor that poor morning dove. I've seen a couple of videos online of like people who've like rescued like a rabbit or something and um, uh, <gasps> or recovered it. I can't even think of the word, but like they nurse it back to health. They would release yeah. it, watch uh, it go in a field, and then all uh, of a sudden, oh shit, a hawk just uh, come. Oh hey, yeah. free no. meal. Well, and they're just sitting oh, there. The camera like, no. oh, oh my god. Oh well. I I've I've seen not not the I mean like I have seen those hawk ones but I saw one that was equivalent to that where like this this um family um like had rehabbed a squirrel like a baby squirrel yeah. and um the dad was the one who was like cradling it and he looked like a really big kind of burly dude but he was carrying this little squirrel just like so gently and you know you can hear the mom recording the video like sweetie it's time to like let the squirrel go back to nature and that you can hear the dad going like yeah all right what a great little guy and they put him on the tree and the squirrel like takes a couple of steps and then a cat jumps up and grabs it oh, and runs no. away and you oh, just hear everyone no. screaming. Oh, it's so God. horrible. Jesus. Oh. Yeah, I still remember I was in uh uh we're walking around with a coworker um like one uh, afternoon around work and we just suddenly heard this like just really loud like screeching like high pitched noise from some creature. We're like looking around what the what the fuck was going on? And uh, then we just see this fucking cat lugging this like little baby rabbit along, oh. and the rabbit's just like absolutely fucking losing its mind, like freaking the fuck out because this cat is like got in a good fucking stranglehold. But the the cat stopped, and the fucking thing was wrangling just a little bit too much, and managed to break free. The cat just fucking decided it wasn't gonna bother dealing with it, but uh, so it got fucking lucky. But that was. Quite a fucking scene to witness. Oh my god. Oh my god. Isn't nature beautiful? <laughs> nature's fucking great. Yeah, yeah nature's brutal. Happy Asian Heritage Month. Oh yes. <laughs> oh. Yes. Nice. What a great way to introduce that. <laughs> that was I mean, it's it's such a it's a worthwhile cause. It's a worthwhile thing to, to shout out. Uh, it, so I I'll, I'll let it slide at how forced that segue was. But I'm not even trying to segue. I'm just trying to be like, okay, we're we're done with this. <laughs> Can't handle it anymore. That's fair. Uh, this isn't fun like skywriting in blimps. I want to move on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, he seemed to find it pretty funny earlier. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm sorry. 
Uh, <laughs> I was I was always getting borderline. Tear here. <laughs> oh shit! So what do you? What's new with you, folks? Um, not a whole lot, really. I uh, just turned twenty-five not too long ago. Oh shit! Happy birthday! Congratulations! Oh, thank you. Quarter of a century. There you I, go. Yep, I am a quarter of my grandfather's age now. Holy shit! He yeah. turned a hundred recently as well. Oh, good for him. Yeah. I can't uh, even imagine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's just insane living to that long. I know, like a whole century. Like, can you imagine just the, being alive to see those? Like, I was gonna actual... say, yeah, just the things he's seen. Yeah. My, and yeah, really, anyone who like lives that long, like, oh my god. Yeah, he was so... around for like polio and the beginning of penicillin polio yeah penicillin the depression world war ii he's god. witnessed like the tv being born god like and it, it's so crazy to think how things like computers and smartphones are really like that that was like exponential growth within the past two three decades right yeah oh yeah and just sure. like everything before that was just like at a snail's pace and then it just it's just it just grows so fast we're like not even like you know when we were kids like smartphones weren't even really a thing right so and and now here we are all having like i I mean i I can't speak for you guys but i'm having uh like a free call you could even do a video call like on a smartphone and just like i don't know it's crazy to think that like not even like within 30 years ago we didn't have video calls you know yeah really Oh, yeah, no, 100%. Like, just the evolution of phones, how they're essentially small computers now, not just telephones, is wild. Oh, yeah, well, we went from dial-up internet, from, yeah, going from, like, hang up the phone, I gotta use the internet, or hang, get off the internet, I gotta use the phone. Oh, my God. So now, like, phones have built-in internet. (laughs) And and not not even... Yeah, like it's like phones can also like not even just that they have internet, but they can also like serve as a Wi-Fi hotspot and provide internet to other devices. Yeah, that's another really insane yeah. thing. It's uh, it's definitely interesting. Um, yeah, you can just be your own provider essentially, right? Yeah, I and you know I this is like the most like high thought I've had in a while, but like just the Play existence, it <laughs> just the existence of like wireless earbuds right the fact that we've gotten the the technology so compact and so good that you can actually just like you don't need to be literally physically tethered to your phone anymore to listen to to just listen like and you know it's not getting caught and shit anymore but like it's not a big bulky device like we've we've like you know brought it down to size and like i can't wait for a time when you know we can get like usb sticks that are like a terabyte right oh man we're pretty much they you they are some uh massive usbs nowadays well i mean even even like not just considering a usb right like if i were to show you because i would guess you probably don't know exactly what it would look like but i have like a one terabyte uh ssd uh drive in my pc and that it's basically the same kind of memory that like a usb drive Mm -hmm. works off of functionally um it's it's a very small card oh, yeah, it's like what's referred to as an nvme 
uh, mm -hmm. particularly for like this particular style. It's it's a real small card that just like slots into the motherboard. It's smaller and thinner than most USB sticks. Really, we're already kind of there. It's it's pretty nuts. Well, kind of jumping back to the wireless thing, like there's a wireless headphones and also wireless charging too. Like you yeah. can just charge your phone by throwing it on a freaking like platform or whatever. That's and like boom, fucking it's magic. Charging. I would love to get one of those. That would be very nice. Yeah. Like when I, I remember when I first found, like learned that you can wirelessly charge things. I remember just sitting in my chair, just thinking like, just trying to wrap my head around it. Like, how could you wirelessly charge something if there's no direct connection? Like, because I was thinking in my head, like, wouldn't you need to, you know, there has to be a way for the power to actually flow from, you know, your socket to the device and just, oh my God, wireless charging so cool. That one's really neat. Technology, man. That's the thing, Technology. like... I, that's the thing that kind of, like really makes me want to live to like say like a hundred, just like because I want to see like how far humans can go with like yeah. technology and shit. Yeah, like what comes next? If I make it to seventy, I would be very surprised. <laughs> 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 wow, the the just okay. I gotta know what what it is that makes you so confident in that number because that was. <laughs> But like, know, why, just... why surprised? You're like I, arguably I met, the healthiest I met, out there. I, I met an old woman at the crossroads one day. <laughs> <laughs> she got, got my fortune told. She says, nah. Not making it the, triple digits. The, the, the I got this weird pendant, though. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the <laughs> I think Bingo got way. where I was going with that. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh. It's red. It's got some weird facial I'm, features. Sci-fi. Right? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was joking, saying that he got a, a strange pendant from the old woman, alluding to the the bailet from. Bailet? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, more, no the one reason. pendant that gives you more time on the clock. <laughs> well, okay, but if he got that, then. Why would he be so sure at this point that he's going to die like, okay, at 70? Yeah, so Maybe like, it's so why... extending my life. Maybe it's just a 70 now. <laughs> <laughs> but... well, what was it before 70? I guess that's fair. I suppose that... I didn't consider that. 69. <laughs> <laughs> this gives you one whole year. You know what? That's that's still pretty worthwhile, I'd say. Yeah, no, I agree. Even just one. It's bank. <laughs> Okay, no, now we gotta know the actual answer, though. Yeah, yeah, okay, so, like, why specifically 70 when you're arguably the most healthiest out of all of us, when you, like, you actually exercise and you don't, like, get super drunk or super high like the rest of us? <laughs> like, why 70? All right, fair. I don't know, that seems like roughly the average of a human life. I don't know. I I'm just banking on that. I'm not gonna live my life. life expectancy is like 80 now, so that's a good, yeah. good yeah. like solid 10 years. Okay, I'd say 75 then. <laughs> <laughs> wow. average. Let's be serious. <laughs> wow, you're getting a lot of work. Like uh, you're getting your use out of that bailout, huh? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the lore just keeps expanding. No longer is Dingo just the Gundam and the skeleton. He's now also apparently Griffith. Which makes me worry about who's gonna get fucking betrayed. Yeah. You should be worried. 
<laughs> I don't know if uh, Griffith comparison is something I should be proud of. No, I'll, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't have to be Griffith. There's other Baylets. <laughs> but is there anyone mentioning? <laughs> do, you, do you be the Bone Lord? <laughs> You're the secret sixth finger of the <laughs> the God Hand. <laughs> <laughs> the mech made of bones. <laughs> or maybe I'm you're, just made of other skeletons. The, you're the skeleton within the bone hand, like the, the bone the bone <laughs> hand. <laughs> no, that's just it. You are the bone hand. You're the other hand. I'm all five members. <laughs> <laughs> just different skeletons that are all me. No, it's just <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just the head and torso, and then it's like each of the limbs, <laughs> just all separated and individually animated. Oh no! <laughs> oh. <laughs> what, what have we done to Dingo? Yes, I'm transforming. Please, do you know of or have read Berserk? Uh, I know of it. I don't think I've read or seen it though. Okay. Boyfriend has almost definitely told him about the anime at some point because we watched that some time back and he really loved it. Man, did I tell you what he got me for Christmas? Holy fuck. He got me the first edition of uh, like the Dark Horse like omnibus uh, oh, series yeah, yeah. of those that's got like the, the faux like black leather bound with the like red stamped in like uh, logo and the like it's just got like a big stamp of the um uh, the Mark of Sacrifice on it, too. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so fucking cool. Mm -hmm. He got me that, and he also got me... Uh, which is really great, because he got me this, uh, like, paperback, uh, like, graphic novel for, uh, like, one Godzilla series, but it was by an American artist named Matt Frank, um, whose work I've seen posted around before. Um, he's pretty well known for doing, like, a lot of stuff for, like, Godzilla-related. It's a Western comic book, but it's from Japan. So it's all in Japanese. It's really cool, but I just really enjoyed that he got me an American comic book in Japanese and a Japanese comic in English. <laughs> um, but no, that was, is, those are pretty cool, though. It was dope, but yeah, no, that oh man, Berserk is so cool. Uh, he's it's it's radical. <laughs> yeah, I remember my um, I had first read berserk and this is actually really funny um it was at it was actually at anime north a couple of years ago um they have a dedicated room called the manga library where you just they just have like every series you can think of in this one hall and you just pick up a volume let one of the staff know you have it and then you go and sit and read it and i mean you can't leave the hall with it obviously but you just sit and read and you could it's basically, I think it's a great idea for people to like, you know, not only tangibly hold a book and read it, but it also lets people like check out series that they might not have digital access to or want to buy and, you know, check it out. And I had, I had like a couple of hours to, or like an hour to kill before my next event with my friends. And I decided like, oh, well, like I've never actually read Berserk. So why don't I just like borrow it here and kill an hour before I have to meet up with everybody. And, um, when I, I I grabbed the first volume and told a staff member that I was reading it, and she's like, "Oh, okay, so it's rated M, so I need to see some ID before you can read it." <laughs> Damn. I'm like, oh, well, wow. Yeah. 
okay and then after i show her my id to show that i was over 18 she's like okay so you now have to go into that corner back there to read it and there was just like a corner that was set up with like <laughs> curtains separated from everybody else to read it <laughs> and I'm like, I feel like I'm borrowing. I have to go to. I'm like in the back room of a video shop, like getting bored. Yeah, right? yeah. it was. It was magic. So, I, I oh. felt so dirty doing that. <laughs> oh my god! It's because <laughs> you know, at an anime convention too, right? You know, like yeah. someone goes into that situation, they're gonna look at you like. Oh, I know what you're fucking reading. You oh, filthy. we know what this yeah. guy's doing. <laughs> yeah, it was all kinds of nasty shit. Oh and my like, god! And I remember there was like one other dude in there behind oh, the no. curtains. Oh like, no! Oh no! I like I. He didn't look oh, up. Man. We didn't make eye contact. I didn't see what he was reading. But I was just like. He's in the 18 plus curtain. I I, I wouldn't I, be I can guess. Like I'm sure there's plenty of series that they were like forcing people in there for that were probably really not that bad. Or at least I, know. Well, I don't know. I mean, Berserk kind of gets there at some yeah. parts, but it like you know I don't feel like you guys need to be cordoned off and quarantined. <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like coming in passing someone else. Like yeah, no, definitely don't make eye contact. Hundred no. percent. I don't think I'd be able to resist the urge to not try and like scope out what they're also <laughs> reading, especially yeah. if I was in your situation of just learning that I had to go into the fucking smut tent yeah. to fucking <laughs> read my manga. I'd be like, if I saw another soul in there, I need to know. Like, is there someone actually like reading what people are thinking? People going in here are reading, yeah, because you never know, tent. right? No, of course, like, because, like, it could be anything, like, it could just be, it's just a rated M series because there's some sex and nudity, and then it could be another series, you know, the actual <laughs> M rated stuff, so, well, anyways. I mean, I don't know, I feel like that's a very light way of putting what happens to Guts and his backstory, but yeah, <laughs> sure, I mean, it's fair. I mean, I I don't know if there's any, any like one series that I could see getting someone like put into a fucking like you know, uh, don't let anyone see this. So, like, yeah. keep this away from the eyes of the innocents. It it yeah. would probably be Berserk. <laughs> uh, yeah, amazing series. I absolutely love it. Uh, yeah, still still amazing, but, <laughs> but, but. it definitely doesn't pull any punches. Nope. Uh, Y'all seen oh. the 1998 TV series? Um, yes. It, uh, like the first quarter of it. Oh my god, it's so good. It makes me really sad that there's it didn't go like past basically the golden age arc, but that was it. It's uh, it's real good though. The soundtrack is fucking yeah, tight as hell. Point. I've heard. Uh, I read somewhere. That I think I don't know how true it is, but I that uh, Kentaro Mira apparently like listens to it sometimes when he's like uh, drawing out parts of the or had been drawing out parts of the manga at least in the past. I don't know if he necessarily still does, but oh, nice. that was cool to hear. Because um, yeah, it's a uh, there's some there's some fucking tracks forces on that OST is fucking absolutely lit. Go look that up if you haven't heard that shit. Oh. Mm -hmm. Definitely a good soundtrack. 
it just makes it all the more unfortunate that the series after the original like 1990s one it's just not even that doesn't come close i've heard it's not good there's a part of me that's been a little curious to try and check it out just because like i i've i read some reviews and there was one that really stuck with me which was basically just imagine to the only the only reason this is like even worth like anyone's time is that it's an adaptation of berserk and yeah. just by being an adaptation of berserk it just is like with how good berserk is it just elevates it to a point where like it can't suck that much but it's still like pretty bad as far as an adaptation of berserk goes yeah no that's uh sounds about correct i've seen like a bit of like the ending uh like the kind of uh i want i think it was the ending at least kind of like the the big shock factor of it you saw that scene a bit of it yeah okay that's like the only berserk like that i've seen and that did not want make you want to watch this show eh (laughs) (laughs) entice me to it this is one of i guess just one of two reactions you have when watching that they're like yeah i'm down for more of this you're like no fuck this i'm out (laughs) out dude facts <laughs> anyone else been watching anything cool lately though or i mean nothing new that i haven't really talked about already like i'm still really into parks and recreation uh, pretty good show uh other than that i haven't really watching a whole lot of new things um i'll i'll jump in i Ooh. i didn't recently watch this um but I and I I was debating whether I wanted to put it on the shout out corner or if I actually wanted to do a deep dive into it. But I decided like no, nah, like I'm gonna do a deep dive because it's just so good. So um I watched the first season. The uh, currently it's the only season out for a show called Into the Night. It's on Netflix. It's the first Netflix uh, Belgian series, so it's all in French. But it is absolutely incredible i was hooked within the first 10 minutes before the first title card even dropped so the basic premise is we're at a um we're at the at this airport um in uh uh, where where, what's it called what's the city uh brussels the um so there's we're at the airport in brussels it's the middle of the night and you have um a flight uh, a red eye flight getting boarded um there's only a couple of people on the flight right now you've got you know like the the pilot one of his friend engineers one of the stewardesses um some people who are priority boarding um so you have a couple of passengers like a social gram instagrammer um a like a mom with like a pretty sick son uh an old man and his like nurse and just like a couple of other people on there um not everybody's boarded yet and this man is running through the airport and he has this rifle and he forces his way onto the plane and makes them take off saying, we have to go, we have to go, we got to go before the sun rises. And he forces the flight to take off. And it turns out that for some reason, when the sun rose over in Asia that day, people who were exposed to sunlight died instantly so now you've got you've got a bunch of strangers only like eight people on this flight on this red eye and they are flying west and doing everything they can to keep traveling west 
to keep on going, to stay flying in the night, to stay out of the sun before it rises behind them. Huh, and that's actually kind of interesting. It is, it was the, it's one of the most fascinating premises I've ever seen for a show in a really long time. And just like within the first 10 minutes of him like getting on there and screaming like we have to take off now we can't wait we can't let everybody board and then you have this whole group of strangers trying to figure out like what are we going to do like um who can we trust and everybody's got their own story everybody has their own motives and the the show takes its time to flesh out everybody's uh motivations and backgrounds and like why they are the way they are and it it was just so good. And there was just, even though there's so few characters, there's so much tension. And I remember, even though all the episodes are like 40 minutes long, it feels like they were only like 15 or 20 minutes long. Like it just goes by so fast. And I was, I was, I binged it so hard. And it was, it was just, it's such an incredible show. And I can't recommend it enough. How many episodes are there for this series? Uh, I think there's only I think there's only like eight or something. Um, let me just double. Oh, six, six episodes. Okay. It's not um, too bad. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's super digestible. And again, like the episode, like I really felt like the episodes went by super fast. And uh, it just got confirmed for a second season. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, I'm really happy Love that it's coming that. back because, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just. Oh, I and I just love it because like as time goes on, you're like everyone's exhausted, but you can't stop and rest because you gotta keep going and you gotta keep flying to keep out of the sun as the you know the world keeps spinning. So there's like a time limit to whenever they have to stop for resources. It's it's so great. Anyways, that yeah. that's my recommendation. Um I didn't want to save it for the shout out corner because it was just I, I wanted to do a really big deep dive into it, and ah, it's so good. You have to watch it. Damn, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Also, I caught like four people on my uh at my office to start watching the terror. It's always nice when you can get your uh, work colleagues uh into into something you like. Just get uh yeah, it just gives you something nice to talk about. Yeah. No, for sure. And it and it just makes me feel good that like. <laughs> You know, you know, it's that thing where like people end up actually checking out something that you recommended and they go, oh, it's really good. And then you're like, oh, good. I don't have trash taste. OK. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll forever be validated by the fact that I was the one that introduced you to my hero academia. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I for- I always forget about that. Yeah. Well, and the reason I find it funny is mostly just because I still only watch like no, I sorry, I didn't say the first season, but I have seen season two technically, but I don't really remember much about it. Technically, <laughs> well, I'd say technically because I don't remember a lot about it. I like I watched <laughs> it, but like to tell you what the fuck happened, I don't know what. Yeah, I know they went to some big stadium thing, and there was a bunch of villains and shit got fucked up. But that was season one. Was that season one? <laughs> yeah. 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 Maybe I fucking haven't even watched season two. Maybe I'm fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm say, wow. You watch the tournament arc. I yeah. guess not. I well, uh, maybe I'll check that out. I do love a good tournament arc. Oh, the tournament arc is so good. And like, it's like I know this show has a lot of like tonal issues where it goes from like super serious arc to super lighthearted arc, but like, um, 
I really like the Tiernuin arc. I think it, uh, it's one of my favorite ones. It's super simple, uh, but you get to see all the characters like enjoy using their powers and stuff. I don't know. I like it. As much as I gripe about about My Hero Academia, I still enjoy it. That's fair. It, I'll say, like, it's one I've always kind of meant to get back around to, because I do think it is a good show, and I, I did really enjoy it. I, I, I like, uh, I was always kind of a fan of, like, that spirit of, like, just, like, the really classic hero of just, like, I want to do the right thing, and I'm just, like, super mm-hmm. determined to do that stuff, and that's why I like the main character in that, Deku, because he's he's got that spirit for sure. Like it's yeah. like for like Marvel movies, like Captain America always is like my favorite. I, that's the same kind of idea. And just he's great. Um, yeah. So I, I can vibe with it. And but yeah, I just haven't gotten around to it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just like a really nice, like nice, clean, like it, like it. it's not like, yes, like later on the series gets more into the murkiness of um hero stuff and like oh like are we doing the right thing sort of thing but i mean like you know you get it it eases into that in a very natural way and by the in the beginning you get a very nice classic clean cut hero story and it i personally think it's done done well so yeah and I just like all the bright colors. I remember, I remember reading this like uh, there there was this like cosplayer I follow on on Instagram, and she was just like, I really love just the nice bright costume colors and just like the bright colors of the anime because it just feels like it feels like old Marvel. Like I know, like in the MCU, you have to make it look realistic so nothing's like super flashy or anything. Um, it it's like quote unquote realistic looking. Um. But it's just fun to see all those, like, goofy, wild, colored costumes, you know? No, for sure. I, I'm, the more colorful and wild it is, the more into it I'm probably going to be. And I feel like they should do that more with the live action stuff, honestly. Like, I don't know, I've, some of the designs I've seen of, like, the MCU costumes are good. But more and more when I see them now, I'm just kind of like, oh, yeah, it's another one of, like, the, you know, generic Marvel, you know outfits like i don't know it it doesn't have like a as much of a shine to it even though they they're definitely trying to go a bit closer to like the actual comic counterparts but it's i don't know some of them just don't hit quite as much for me i guess um and Mm. yeah like i don't know i like i i agree like the my hero academia definitely has a, a very colorful very vibrant kind of look and feel to it and uh it's it definitely works to its advantage for sure yeah I, I know our viewers at home can't see this, but one of my friends on, like, my, my profile pic on Discord, like, my friend drew me as my favorite character from oh, that's My cool. Hero. Yeah! Yeah, it was a nice little gift out of nowhere. So, yeah, my favorite character gun. is Fat Gum. He's great. I Yo, think, uh... I huh? think, uh... I think Dingo had some, some gripes with, uh, with Fat Gum at one point, didn't he? yeah yeah i did i just think it's kind of a dumb name (laughs) (laughs) i don't know the character to be fair but i don't exactly feel like fat gum is a very heroic name (laughs) that's fine yeah whatever i i just love 
I still remember the day he first made that comment because I think you posted something fly about the character and the name was there. And you didn't mention anything at that point. I don't think Dingo knew that that was like your favorite character the whole thing. <laughs> and he's like, wow, that's a fucking dumb name. <laughs> he sure did. <laughs> and I just, I saw that and I just, I smirked. I was like, oh, you fucking fool. You don't know what you've done. You done goofed. <laughs> I'm pretty sure a quote was, are you sure this is the hill you want to die on? I was eating popcorn and enjoying the show. <laughs> it, it was entertaining. Well, That's where fighting words. I would have it no other way. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised you didn't like, start fighting him th- then and there. That attitude didn't go. I don't know why. Like, see, this this is the reason you have the bailet. <laughs> I just start shit whenever I go. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! The prophecy has come into fruition. Didn't we just have a prophecy joke in the in we the did. server? What what did you say? I don't. I don't think it was even me. I just kind of just no. Like, some it oh, was no. something Zoo yeah. said. Something yeah. dumb. <laughs> Dang. I don't remember. <laughs> what it was, man. Oh yeah, because um, um, because uh, what um, uh, we got um, uh, uh, linked to the new single by Rise Against. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh my god, I didn't know they were still around. And Zoo was like. Um, they weren't actually active, but legend foretold of the day when they would rise again. The prophecy <laughs> is fulfilled, and then Dango, you just posted a dumb pic, some dumb gif about prophecies. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's not just some dumb gif, it's the that's a legend right there, that cat <laughs> getting the fucking little flower thing stuck on its head. I guess, I, yeah. I don't know. Oh. I I revere it. Oh. <laughs> so good man i've never really listened to very much rise against uh but that name like really sticks out to me because when i went to Rockfest uh, in 2016 which is like kind of my first ever ex- uh, exposure to like a music show that was like yeah. the first that was the first band who like i saw and it was just like such such a cool feeling honestly just as oh it was cool and also horrifying at the same time because their music started and I was standing right beside my friends. And as soon as they strummed the first chord, like I lost them. The crowd went nuts. I fucking lost my friends. I just like, it was like a C. And I just got swept out just away <laughs> from them. I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> One strip of the guitar and bees is isolated and alone. Just, I'm just scared, lost in a, just an ocean of bodies. Man, Rise Against, that's a good Man. band. Yeah. They were a good band. Um, there's one oh, song. I can't remember the name so, of the just, song, but it's a really good song. That's, that's cool. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, bro. <laughs> wow. I was hoping, I was tr- digging in my mind as I was saying that, trying to remember the fucking name oh of it. My it God. Sells, oh, it's called Savior. That's the name of the track. Oh, yeah, that's a good song. That's, oh, that song, it's a good song. That's, that's, well, as, okay, but as I was saying that, there was like, 
you know like that scene in spongebob where like he's in his own head and it's like all the filing cabinets and shit <laughs> there's like one speaking through a microphone talking to you like trying to keep you busy as the other yeah. ones are like scrambling trying to fucking find the file God, just buy in time brain. that is my brain constantly <laughs> that's everyone's brain really yeah. yeah i think in a lot of ways I think my yeah. brain, though, sometimes does not have the filing cabinets. Everything's just everywhere, and I'm just diving into mountains of papers trying to find you know, a haystack. Your, your brain's a scene where everything catches on fire, and everyone's running around crazy, like, oh god, what do we do? <laughs> this might be a normie pick, but The Good Left Undone is probably my favorite Rise Against song. I... Um, which one, sorry? The Good Left Undone. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, no, that's a pretty good track. I think that's the track. What about you, Fly? What's your favorite Yen song? Come on, you were so excited. Now I need to hear this. <laughs> oh my god, um, I I think it's the one called uh, I think it's Paper Planes. I Paper Planes is good. Yeah, I was just listening to all their songs earlier too. I mean, like, um. I mean, Savior is like such a classic. Uh, Paper Plays is good. Um, I think, actually, no. I'll, I'll, that's my final answer. I'm locking that in. Paper yeah. Planes. Ooh. When um, I hear the name uh, Paper Planes, I don't think of Rise Against, though, or that song. I think of uh, Paper Planes by MIA. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That was just a, or, that was a thought planes. that I had. Sorry. Sorry. It's not Paper Planes. Paper Wings. Sorry, oh. I I I couldn't. I I was blanking. I my my brain's not working so good tonight. Okay, I, I didn't even notice that, that you were saying it wrong. I just kind of connected the dots instantly. Yeah, <laughs> I I think everybody like anybody listening would have known that that's what I was trying to say. But um, yeah. Anyways, um, that does remind me of like my biggest goof of my life just speaking of rise against um a long time ago all right uh, i'm I'm interested to hear this segue (laughs) so a long time ago uh one of my friends wanted to go to warped tour uh because one of her favorite bands was playing there i'm like okay sure and we had to go all the way to hold hold on i need to know what the band was the main i think it was you Oh god, I I I almost I genuinely almost said the phrase you probably have never heard of them, but I immediately (laughs) stopped myself. (laughs) Oh thank god. Okay. Okay, anyways. Um so anyways, they were playing at Warped Tour and my friend really wanted to go see them because she was really obsessed with them. And I said, okay, like I'll go with you. And we we drove all the way to Montreal for it. And I didn't look up what Warped Tour was beforehand. I didn't know what we were what like the dress code was. So I dressed like I was going to the club. And then when we showed up and everyone's in their like skinny jeans and black hoodies. And like every other person had like a cut up Misfits t-shirt. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I fucked up. <laughs> I was the only person not wearing black at this thing. <laughs> wow. That's oh, uh, so embarrassing. Just sticking out like a sore thumb. That's oh, it was, yeah. It was bad. But I, and I just rolled with it and I had a lot of fun. I will say, I saw 
one of the smartest hustles um there's like it was set up in a way where like there's there's the um the parking lot and then there's like a huge really long walk all the way to like the the area where all of the different stages were set up in the big ass field and everybody's walking in the same direction along down this like cement road and it's like a really sunny day and on the like the five minute walk down this long road from the uh parking lot to the big field there was a dude with a backpack just filled with dozens of bottles of sunscreen and he was selling them for like ten dollars a bottle oh, and man. like people people lined up and bought sunscreen from him and i'm like that is the greatest hustle i've seen in a wow. long time i bet they're all like dollar store ones too oh yeah, yeah for sure a hundred percent He's making That's... like a thousand percent profit, probably. And <laughs> over yeah. fucking fist stops off at Dollarama. Like, I'll take all your fucking sunscreens. Just I'll give them all to me. Man, yeah. that that reminds me of um Rockfest actually, because it's held in this really small town uh, called Montebello in Quebec. Wow. Um, it's this it's extremely tiny town, like in the hundreds for like the people amount of people living there. Um. Uh, but like they just have like this huge, huge open area. So yeah, it's just a great spot to hold a music festival. But uh, because the town's so small, um, uh, and you actually have to walk through it to get to the music uh, festival, literally ev- everyone in the town has like a water bottle stand set up, uh, just because like it's <laughs> it's blazing summer heat. And, uh, it, it it's convenient, and yeah, they're charging people yeah like hand over fist or or a lot. Of, a lot of money they were making hand over fist yeah it's it's, it's oh man there's yeah those kinds of things there's just like so much easy money to be made it's oh yeah like the, it, it's like the five dollar or like the sorry like the five six dollar hot dogs you get at like anime conventions <laughs> yep. god I, I i think it was like the last con i went to me my brother and two of our friends we we uh like share we decided to get one of the on-site pizzas because there's like a full pizza like a a family that's got like an entire pizza operation going on at anime north and i think one of the fastest cheapest deals was just like all like a large cheese pizza for 10 bucks or 15 bucks or something so we all like jumped in for that it's like the shittiest pizza i've ever had in my life (laughs) (laughs) yeah in some ways i i I was kind of hoping it was gonna like subvert expectations and actually be like surprisingly good but then it was just kind of what i expected yeah like you would hope that it would be good right but like i feel like a combination of just rushing to get through orders because there's literally a 20 minute lineup to try and get a single pizza right and like because anime north is like in the middle of fucking nowhere near the pearson airport there's nowhere to go to get food because you've got like like the thing you've got yeah like you've got like sixty thousand people in like a one mile square one square mile area and you gotta feed them all right yeah good luck (laughs) yeah so you've got like places like on site um and you know like obviously every hotel has its own little restaurant so like you can go to those and 
you know, there's like a milestones, a Timmy's or, and like whatever in the area, there's a convenience <laughs> store, but like all, all those fucking locations that are around, they, they know every year they're going to have to deal with just yeah. a horde of fucking just sweaty nerds. <laughs> all of and we're extra sweaty because it's the end of May. Right. So it's super hot out. All people yeah. are cosplaying as well. We're in these like multi-layered thick fabric costumes. So they're so oh, yeah. probably. Oh yeah. And you gotta have like the like I don't know if it's like requested by the I should ask, but because like anyways. Um but I don't know if it's requested by the staff, but they have ambulances there and paramedics there for the whole weekend, ready for people who have like a heat stroke, you know. I believe that. Yeah. Oh, right. I, I I got heat exhaustion the last anime north I went to. I, I, um, my friend and I, we were cosplaying and we had like our hair done up in pins and we had our wigs on for the whole weekend. And like, it, I think it was like Saturday afternoon and it was so hot. And we, we were sitting in on some, uh, chairs in one of the general hangout areas. And like my brother and her boyfriend were like, so we're going to go. And we're like, okay, you guys, you guys go, you go, you go do some shopping. And we just sat there nigh passing out because we we're like, I don't feel so good. And then a staff member saw us and came over with some water bottles and was like, you girls look like you need these. It, it is nice. Like, it, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I was going to say it is nice when like uh, the staff or someone like kind of sees, yeah, another person like suffering like that. I was like, oh, I'll. Get, throw him a bone. I'll help him out a bit. Yeah. No. Exactly. And I, I really wish there were more water stations at Anime North, just because like it's so hot. But I understand that they can't really manage that that well. But no, it was nice when we got handed some water and we drank. When when my friend and I finally cracked open the bottles and started, um, and we drank the first sip, we felt our stamina bars regenerate. <laughs> <laughs> That is a, a good feeling, like when you're parched, you get that first sip of water, and all oh, of a sudden, yeah. like, oh, you can just feel the life coming back in back to you. Oh yeah, I can't wait for conventions to be a thing again. That'll be nice. You know, when it can be a thing, I think I'll I'll try and go to one. I I think it would be really fun if we could all go to Anime North. I mean, yeah, I well, you know what? Honestly, I think that would probably be amenable to, to my situation because I could probably talk to the boyfriend. I'm sure he'd be interested in a, yeah. a trip out to check that out. I I think he's been before, I think you told me, but I, I have to double check. he has been to some kind of convention like that before. He's told me in the past. Yeah, I, w I would be shocked if he hadn't been to at least one type of convention before. I, he's gone to like music festivals like Warp Tour like that in the past, I'm pretty sure. I'm not Maybe he hasn't gone to a convention. I'm. I think he has. Honestly, I think okay. so. I have to double check. With him. You know, I don't yeah. have to double check on. I mean, it, where, it would be where, cool. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh no, I was trying to. I was attempting a segue, <laughs> but you, 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 oh, inter sorry. you, you crashed right through it. <laughs> it's, it's all right. Oh, the sorry, smooth, no, the smoothness yeah. has been robbed of me. But no, I'll, I'll have to no, carry we're on. just gonna, we're gonna rewind it. Go ahead, take your segue. What was it gonna be? Fuck. Well, now I don't remember what it was I was gonna say. So the moment's ruined. <laughs> I think you're gonna go to like the recommendation section or something. Yeah, I was just 
shout out corner. Let's have some recommendations. I'll start us off this week. I ending my train of passing the buck every time I start up this segment. I found an anime through an artist on Twitter who recommended it. Uh, I unfortunately don't remember who it was, so I apologize. Uh, but they recommended this anime called Planets because uh, they they're basically was responding to a thread that was talking about uh, like asking like, oh, what's a good anime to recommend? And I was interested to see what people say to that to find like, see if somebody talks about some old obscure shit that I haven't seen before um, and wouldn't have otherwise heard about. And this this is one of those times because uh, the guy was like, well, I'd recommend Cowboy Bebop. Everybody's seen that. So I was like, OK, I'm intrigued. So what's like your alternative to that? Because. Yeah, everyone's seen it, but Cowboy Bebop's really good. And if you're going to recommend something in that vein, I'm very intrigued. So they recommended this anime, Planets. And I downloaded it. I've still only watched the first couple episodes so far, but I'm really digging where it's at. It is uh, set in sort of distant, but not too distant future on Earth. Um, Basically, they're up on this big space station uh, that's orbiting the planet. And uh, like space travel is a pretty major thing. Um, but they're basically this, the main lady character is starting to work at this new uh, position at the company that runs the station, uh, to basically work as an astronaut, but she's working as basically finds that she's working as part of like the debris, debris, uh, collection, uh, department. And it's actually a series that is very focused on like the dangers of space junk in our atmosphere, which is actually a very real problem and a very real threat to like actual space travel because there's all kinds of junk from different satellites and other things that we've put up in our atmosphere that is basically orbiting the planet at a not inconsiderable pace. And like one of the first shots that the show uh, demonstrates with it is like a basically this passenger craft, almost like an airplane, like with like windows and stuff that's like going out from the orbit to like travel off somewhere. And this like little screw just hits the window and cracks it. And it's like, oh yeah, like these people like got fucked up. So they started like dealing with this more seriously. So they have this whole department, but they're also, you know, basically trash collectors and they basically get treated like the bottom rung of everything, despite how kind of like actually really important their jobs are. Uh, And it's basically her like starting work at this place and like getting to know the other people there and a fairly like eccentric cast of like different people that are working in this like debris like debris uh management department stuff like that and it's it's got a very nice tone of like re- like real like sci-fi and the way that it's just it's it's not really like science fantasy it's fairly like grounded down to earth like trying to like really base itself more on like uh at least a certain degree of realism um it's largely like i say fairly comedic but it deals with some really like real like you know stuff like in some ways more like serious drama type stuff but um it's it's very good and it has a very nice kind of like slice of life feel while still like kind of feeling very like interesting and futuristic and uh yeah definitely check it out it's from like 2006 or something like that just to give a certain degree of expectation for how it looks visually but it is quite nicely animated and has a nice art style as well i'll say that's okay. awesome yeah yeah Okay, I guess I'm going next. <laughs> so, You're the one taking the, the bat. <laughs> I just I left guess. it on I left on the home plate. You're up to swing next, my man. Okay, so for f- quite a few weeks, I did a deep dive into GameCube em- emulation. Oh, <laughs> wow. I'm so excited to hear oh, what yeah. this is going to be. And I decided I'm going to pl- replay one of the games that I played in my youth. 
Oh. You know where this is going? Pokemon XD. Oh, baby, oh, I know where this is going. Of darkness. This is a... I Just to cement like how into this game I was when I was a child, I got this game with a GameCube for Christmas, but I didn't get a memory card. Oh. And I, and no. I had to so for like the week that I waited, I would wake up every morning, play the game for like 10 <laughs> hours, and then I was not allowed to keep that console on overnight. Oh, man. So I turned oh. it off and restarted it the next morning. Oh, oh my no. God. So I was like, I've I'm, been there. Savage. So let's just say the first 10 hours, I had down to a science. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that's fair. Finally get that card. <laughs> like, all right, I'm fucking getting through this hour. for the last goddamn time. Yes. So I I download the the stuff needed, and I learned that there is a mod for this game that essentially oh, yeah. makes it oh, yeah. 10 times better, and I will never go back to playing the vanilla version of this game again. I, I gotta say, because, well, sorry, I'll let you keep talking about it, then I'll say what I'm gonna say, because okay. there's something interesting for that, but yeah. So, the mod is called Pokemon XG Next Gen. It's essentially the same game, except in terms of Pokemon, it goes up to Gen 7 for mechanics. So you have your physical special split, you got the fairy types, and all of those, you got new moves and everything. There's a lot more Pokemon to catch. There's new moves. They even have like the Alolan Pokemon versions of certain Pokemon, like Ninetales and Marowak. So it's just like alternate types. And it was just, and they even made the game more difficult. And I gotta say, great experience. <laughs> if you're I'm ever out. thinking of playing this game, if it's for the, you know, not for the first time, definitely install this mod definitely worth it they might check that out what i was gonna say to this was um there's a bit of a history around uh, like rom hacks for pokemon games like there's there's all kinds you can find yes. for like the, the game boy and ds games and stuff so when you first told me about this uh a little while back i was really intrigued to find that there's like oh no this is like basically the same kind of idea like same kind of idea of like some of these other rom hacks i've seen that yeah. like add in later generations and change the story up stuff but like Obviously, you can't do that to the same, quite the same degree, but it's cool that, like, there's basically a ROM hack for, like, a GameCube game. And, like, that kind of thing can happen now. That's really rad. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's it's a fantastic game. It doesn't, it's not too complicated to install or anything. And I, I would highly recommend it to people. That's awesome. It's a great recommendation. I just get Dolphin, find some ROMs. <laughs> oh, uh, I could keep going on this, but. <laughs> I don't want to take too much time about the story. No worries. I, I mean, it, it. I love the technology. I, I, again, we're circling back to technology. Yes. The technology of just emulators, the ease of which we can just can revisit all these old games and just replay them. And like, I don't know. I, I, I really commend you know kind of like nintendo for cashing in on that idea of having like the nes and snes libraries um readily available on uh switch online and just like you know the fact that we have the ability to take something that was like on a cartridge you know and can play it now on like our awesome doped up computers i love that 
I mean, you can even play GameCubes on your phone if it's powerful enough. Yeah, so, and that's crazy to me to think that even like you know, as kids, like the only way to play video games is like with a physical. Like obviously we still have physical consoles, but just yeah. the idea that you know we have like big fat fucking cartridges and we had to play with those and you know blow into it if it wasn't working try again <laughs> playing That's pokemon on the go it's the best yep. Yep. i mean i mean to be fair i guess it was game boy color game boy advance before so it was always on the go but <laughs> i was i was gonna that. make a comment i, I don't know if that's as revolutionary as can, but, um at least not that aspect of it like yeah it's cool you could run it on your phone now yeah. but i mean it was always portable yeah no no i, I caught myself i was like wait a minute no, no more double a's i guess but yeah gamecube though still on your phone that's good yeah no, for sure. mine is definitely not powerful enough to do that <laughs> Who's uh who's up next? Um, well, I guess I could go up. Uh, this is gonna make me sound like a nerd, but oh well. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, because I mean, all the talk about anime and fucking uh, <laughs> video game emulation. No, I mean we're fucking. We're, yeah, we're, we're the we're the cool kids on the. On yeah, the we're big dick cool guys over here. No <laughs> nerds allowed. We're the fucking chads. Yeah. <laughs> You're coming in here like a like a beta. <laughs> no, I, I, I can't. That hurt to even try to like have, like pretend to be serious and yeah. just try to say that. I couldn't even believe it. But I was gonna say, um, if you're like me and uh, Yu-Gi-Oh was a huge part of your childhood, oh, oh, oh like my mine word. was. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you're like me, uh, you love Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, there's this website that I've kind of known about for a while now, but I just think it'd be. It's good to shout out. Uh, it's called duelingbook.com. And it has like literally every card in the game in it. Uh, it has like these different like rooms set up. So you could like uh, do this format where it's like the 2000, like, I don't know, 2005 cards only. Like you could do up to like 2000, like 11 if you want to. Like literally has every card. So you could play like modern Yu-Gi-Oh if you want to. But if you don't know, modern Yu-Gi-Oh is kind of stupid because just all the cards now are broken and op so i personally like the old older days when cards were just like nice and simple so like i me and my friend group have like this uh our own format set up where we go to like roughly 2011 those cards and yeah we just kind of like make make decks with like those cards uh and earlier and it's just a really fun time like it's just a good way to kind of uh rekindle your childhood again if Yu-Gi-Oh was like a big influence for you growing up like it was for me so i'll say because i did give a pretty incredulous uh response to you bringing this up <laughs> at the start and my reasoning for this is because my boyfriend is a part of this group of uh, so like all the time I'm seeing him looking up cards and shit and looking yeah. at videos on like deck builds and stuff. And he's even been ordering new cards, <laughs> like actual physical cards to be delivered here. <laughs> it's great. I've been happy for him. He's been having fun with it. I, I enjoyed that. But uh, no, I, I mean, I, I, I'll admit part of me has been kind of interested in checking it out too, because, you know, at least the dueling book side, I don't know if I'm going to be ordering new oh yeah cards. that's fair no i mean i fucking loved Yu-Gi-Oh back in the day i had a big collection of cards i had i had the fucking physical dual disc to wear on your arm and i oh, fucking... I still got my dual oh disc. yeah <laughs> that's, awesome. got it, baby. that's great 
outside 20 minutes. I want to see you guys with your dual decks. Loser goes to the shadow realm. Oh, I don't shit. know if it fit on my arm anymore if I had one. Oh, Maybe. shit. You know, things get serious when you get the dual discs out. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. fucking oh, yeah. Aren't there, like, um, like, actual Yu-Gi-Oh games now? It probably, Obviously, probably in Japan, but, like, don't they have, like, the holograms now? I, no, probably. They, I think I have heard uh, something like that. Like, you could actually... Like, some... I think, yeah, like Japanese company or like Japanese technology, uh, or yeah, someone has just like actually figured out to like make somewhat like, yeah, holograms like the show used to have. Yeah. Like, if we're do if we did it with Tupac, surely we can do it with like monsters. Oh, yeah. Oh, what a time to be alive. Well, yeah, the the weight of that statement didn't really hit me at first. And I thought about that. If we can do Tupac, surely we can do monsters. Like, no, it's not an incorrect statement. You are right. But I don't know. There's just something about the way that that sounds. <laughs> I just realized that's, like, really dystopian. Yeah. <laughs> if we could fucking... Man, the worst thing I've heard about was, uh, I guess, uh, Mountain Dew was doing as a, as a fucking, like, part of, like, some ad campaign. They were going to do, like, a, a deep fake of... I shit you not of Bob Ross painting like a Mountain Dew bottle or some shit. Oh my what god! <laughs> yeah, it's fucked. Like it's wild. And it, like it's wilder to me that like someone in Bob Ross's estate was like, yeah, no, he he'd appreciate this. <laughs> I know that like of all of the companies, of all the things that they would have <clears throat> his image shill, right? Oh my god. Uh, rough. It's kind of depressing. A but bit. uh on that note what's your recommendation this week <laughs> um okay uh so my recommendation is the uh podcast ologies with ali ward it's okay. a it's a science um podcast and it's quickly become my favorite podcast to listen to while i'm working because i just um passively learn a bunch of really cool science things as I'm just working. Um, the entire podcast is every week, the host, Ali Ward, has a different expert in a different field, hence ologies. So um, things like um, uh, malacology, the study of snails and slugs, or selachimorphology, the study of sharks, or um, delteology, the study of postcards. Just, oh, yeah, just it's, <laughs> it's so fast. Like, it's actually really fascinating. Like, it does she has sound a different... pretty cool, actually. Yeah, and like, I really like the host as well because she's really bubbly and she asks really great questions and she has an actual genuine earnestness and curiosity when she asks all of these different questions. And she's just so fun to listen to. And, um, and yeah, I just like learn a lot of really cool passive stuff when I'm listening to these uh, podcasts and these episodes. And like, like, did you know that pumpkins are technically berries? Huh. Yeah, you know, thinking about it, I can see why that would be true. But yeah, it's kind of like tomatoes are a fruit. And it's like, it feels kind of weird to like, like, there's a weird it, part yeah. of your mind. that's like, huh, that's okay, I guess. Yeah, sure. I guess, but yeah. okay. Anyways, I... I love this podcast. Like, you, I just learned so much stuff 
and it's just really fun to listen to so i highly recommend it i think it's like consistently within the top 10 science podcasts on itunes or something like that or on spotify yeah i forget which one but it's like in the top of that category so i I, f- I find this podcast really fine so it and it's good for like when for me when I'm just kind of like working on some files and I'm just listening to them banter and talk and I don't know or like I like when I was listening to the the shark ology episode um learned a bunch of things like no swimming in the ocean with your period is not going to attract a shark <laughs> um because <laughs> um, like when you like when you think about it kids are like rummaging around in the sand and fucking up their knees and bleeding all over the place anyways and there's hardly any shark attacks on children so <laughs> um no like even if they can sense you from miles away it doesn't mean they're actually going to come for you yeah so anyways i i really like this I recommend it. But I guess that's, uh, I think that's going to do it for us this week, folks. Yeah, that should wrap up episode 26. Uh, thank you very much, Flying Dingo, for hopping on with us. Yeah. Am I a Flying I... Dingo? <laughs> no, I heard no. Flying Dingo. I probably did say that, but you know what, you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks for having us on, on this weekend. Yes, thanks. thanks. Thanks for letting me crash in this corner of the balcony and having my beans. Oh yeah, we'll we'll set out tent. some snacks for you on our way in. Oh, oh thank you, thank you, good <laughs> sir. Walks <laughs> for the fire. <laughs> like oh, like Doug, like literally Dougie's house. He has wood for the fire. <laughs> so good. <laughs> well, uh, thanks as always to our good buddy Zoo. Uh, Blackbird Bell for the use of our uh, his music for our intro and outro for this show. Yeah, definitely uh, go look him up. He's on uh, Spotify, Bandcamp, uh, Soundhound, or not Sound- SoundCloud. I mean, Soundhound. Soundhound. <laughs> that. That's good. Uh, someone could use that for something. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh yeah, probably. Uh, he's also on Twitter. Uh, we have a Twitter as well. If you want to look us up, balcony underscore banter. Yeah, we have some riveting good. content on there. Usually. Usually. <laughs> uh, I've been Bigby. And I've been Bees. And we'll see y'all next week out here on the balcony. Yeah, stay sexy, folks. Have a good night. See ya.